Hello! Welcome back to Story Reckless. I am Nathan. I will be your DM this evening. I use he, him pronouns. And let's uh, pass it on over to our players for their introductions. My name is Claire. My pronouns are they, them. I continue to play Kidam. Half elf, elf, half elf, grave cleric. Elf half. Elf half. Elf half. Elf half. And my name is Olive. I use she and they pronouns, and I'm playing Lovelace Centaur Troglodyte. Wow. Okay. I was not expecting that one. We're underground. We keep going underground. This isn't where centaurs live. But you know, if you're in a D and D world. <laughs> I see. Where are the dragons? Yeah. Well, we know that there's one around here. Yeah, you fit one, sort of. All right, I guess so. It's kind of, kind of a dead one, but yeah. Anyways, um, kind of dead. it was slightly shoddy. But yeah, gently used, well loved. <laughs> uh, so with that, let's uh, do a quick little recap here, and then we'll jump right back into the story. So last time, as Kadam and Lovelace uh, found themselves back at Candlekeep fleeing from a war band of gnolls, they were able to seek refuge within the walls of Candlekeep. Unfortunately, the uh, inn within Candlekeep known as the Hearth is overflowing with people who are also fleeing from the war band and just guests in general. As a result, they had to go into the um, basically uh, library connected to a smaller library connected to the hearth uh, in the basement known as the Firefly Cellar. Uh, upon going into this place, you found yourself in this kind of cylindrical library cellar uh, and had a night's rest and met the residents within. You met the uh, elven uh, scribe, Varnir, the uh, human, uh, uh, also a scribe working under Varnir named Ebder, his daughter, Gailby, uh, the cook uh, slash caretaker of the fireflies named uh, Crinkle, the the Kenku, and the tabaxi uh, named Katula, who is uh, here doing research. Got to know all these people, had a lovely night's rest, um, met Gilby, who was singing a nice little song, and wouldn't you know it, the next morning everybody was singing that song, and you soon discovered that this was some sort of curse a singing curse that Veneer knew about from over 600 years ago that drove those mad who heard it. Um, unfortunately, she doesn't know how it got resolved, only that everyone who contracted it was quarantined, which is what you all are doing now in a lot of ways. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. As you started to uncover the uh, what you could about this curse, um, trying to find what you could to, to, to solve the problem, hopefully cure it, uh, Lovelace heard uh, a singing grow in a crescendo, and as you went into a room, you found Ebder, the human scribe, on the floor, shaking, wide-eyed, almost paralyzed. Kadam came in to try to help. Eventually, the singing subsided, and Ebder was shivering and weak as the temperature in the entire library dropped to a frigid cold. You all gathered around the stove in the kitchen and Crinkle lit it for warmth and you were all huddled around there 
trying to get the warmth back into your bodies as the temperature drops within. And with that, we'll pick up from there as the two of you continue to try to figure out what to do with all of this happening around you. So, what do you want to do as you find yourself standing here with, with everybody? You have Veneer, Catula, Crinkle, Galeby, Ebder, Manfred, Redwin, all gathered around this stove. Yeah. You may be wondering why we gathered you here today. Are you saying that to everybody in the room? Uh, yeah, are you? Lovely. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. That's a good opening. Uh, uh, Manfred kind of looks... Aren't we here because of all the things happening in here? Um, yes. But also, Kidam has discovered something through their magic. Uh, apparently the key to solving this is somewhere here in this basement. Uh, Renwin looks over at you, Lovelace, uh, the small little gnome. I, wait, I thought that was just, like, Kadam practicing a parlor trick. Was that real? Uh, yeah, that that was real. I think it weren't that good because I've never done it before. Um, also, I'm not much of a performer. But, uh... uh I, I thought it was great the way the things moved around and... Redwind, please. Um, but yeah, uh, I believe that whatever we need to break the curse cure ourselves whatever that might be is here within our reach our best guess is that it's connected to a book perhaps or the renovations um what else would have changed to uncover something from 600 years ago yeah that's uh, the big question veneer looks at you kadam I'm, I'm sorry, I just need to... Uh, how do you know... How do you know this? I, I know you spoke that you were able to have some arcane magic abilities, oh, no. but... It ain't arcane. Oh. Um, it's... Uh, spiritual. I see. Uh, so you're God, then? Yeah, but, I guess. I'm still working some stuff out, but I, I believe so, yes. Well, uh, the only thing that I can think of that's perhaps changed is... I mean, we've brought some books into here to be restored. Maybe take a look at those? Uh, yes, I can... I can uh, well, head over well, to any the... of them, uh brought in by this person, perhaps, 600 years ago. I I don't know. We've had many books brought in to be repaired. We do repairs here and uh, rebindings, things like that. Right. Specifically, what do these renovations entail? Is it architectural? Have some walls been knocked down somewhere? Oh, um, well, we've... We've removed some statues on the top level that were too, uh, they're very worn down um, and seemly a bit. Other than that, it's mainly been replacing bookshelves that are worn out uh, and repairing the books that are stored here that have 
been forgotten and neglected. Um, we have a bindery upstairs as well as a, a scriptorium um, for the books that are far beyond repair. Ebder, actually. Ebder, my dear, are you all right? Uh, no. Right. Um, so, as I was saying, uh, Ebder, he works in the scriptorium to actually replace books um, entirely if they're far beyond repair. Might might be worth looking in those areas. Does Gail be ever go up there? Perhaps play with the materials. She was the first one to start humming. Gilby, so Gilby like, follows. Gilby like pulls herself into her dad and kind of tries to like get herself behind. Um, and Ebder just is like stroking her hair. It's okay, Gilby. You're you're not in trouble. Uh, I generally speaking, no. Gilby's not allowed in those areas. Um, she leans down close to Gilby. Gilby, uh, were you anywhere you weren't supposed to be? Are you sure? No, I, I, no, I didn't go anywhere it wasn't supposed to go. All right. We can check. Was it the scriptorium you said? Uh, yes, the scriptorium is where we replace books. That's where Ebder is mainly does his work. All right. Is that where the books that were brought in to be restored currently are? I believe some of them are actually in the bindery at the moment. Um, I believe I remember a collection in there. I could go check. Uh, if you all want to check the bindery. That seems like a good thing for maybe Key, Dom, and I to go and check out, poke around. If you want to come with us, we'd welcome a guide. Uh, I will... I will go, uh... I will, I will lead you upstairs and then I will go inspect the bindery. Um, I can point you to the scriptorium. Alright. Okay. So you all want to head up to upstairs with Yeah. I'll probably swing by my room and pull out my hat, <laughs> my my beanie. Because it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Put on another shirt, I don't know. Yeah. Um easy enough as you uh go into your room and gather your supplies. <clears throat> uh Manfred comes in behind you as well and is looking a bit concerned. Uh, Kidam, I, uh, I, what are we doing here? I, I, could we not just leave? I mean, I very much would like to go home. Um, I recognize that we are just taking Varnier's word for this. Varnier, excuse me. Um, she seems earnest and honest, though, and I don't think we should endanger other people unnecessarily. 
Uh, all right. I, I guess there's probably some modicum of truth to what's going on. I, I, I definitely can't stop singing this yeah. damn song. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to stay in the, ki- in the kitchen. Okay. Um, Lovelace, do you want to do anything as Kadam is off getting their clothes? I'm working my way up the stairs, okay. slowly and steady. Okay. So, Still catch up. Uh, you all with Vernier um, mm-hmm. and that song just ever present in your binds um, and the whole way up and down the hall as you're walking through this place, all three of you find yourselves humming this song as you go along. Um, okay. Let me move y'all up to here. Um, so you walk out into that main chamber where you can see the big table and the little six um, study areas that are present there. Uh, above is that large sculpture just dangling high above you and the stairway directly across. Um, but Veneer points um, to the north uh, on the map. <laughs> um, she points over to her left. If you can just head in straight through that door there, it'll take you uh, right into the bindery. I'll just be right here. And she points to the right, uh, right across the way. I'll I'll inspect what may be um, within there. I'm sorry, that's the scriptorium over there. I'll be in the bindery over here. Uh, yeah. Best of luck to you. Um, and she heads off. Okay. So, stepping into this room. Ooh, this is cozy. Oh, yes. Stepping Get on. Do you know the difference between a bindery and scriptorium? I was just kind of nodding along here. But they just oh. seem like places to me. Yeah, uh, well, a scriptorium, you write stuff, and a bindery, you bind stuff. That's what I got. There might be finer distinctions. Um, as you walk into this room, you find yourself standing uh, in this this kind of semi-large room with these three writing desks at the back wall. Uh, there are little fireflies out of their jars that are just lazily drifting through this area. Um, excuse me. You can see there is uh, a sheepskin rug which is beneath each of the desks. And on one of the desks rests a book beside a stack of paper, along with a stoppered ink jar and a porcupine quill. Another desk has a leather case on it, um, and a moldering tapestry hangs off-center on the west wall. To the, uh, to the southeast, you can see there is this wood-paneled wall uh, with a closed door set into it. There's a weak yellow glow that emanates out from under the door, uh, and you can see there is a padlock on the door as well. Um, yeah, so this is the room you find yourselves in. And as you are standing in here, uh, oh, you're aware. <laughs> um, as you are standing in here, looking at this space, suddenly all the fireflies flicker out in the enti- and, and behind you as well, out in the main library. 
everything goes dark. Now, why does that happen? That's ominous. Are they reacting to us? They haven't previously. They were a little bit. Um, back there in the hallways, when that one was having their uh, humming attack, all of them went darker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they all just completely black? Yep, they've all just turned off. Well, I'm going to cast light just because that's emotionally reassuring. Um, I'd like to inspect one of them once we get light back, just like... One of the fireflies? Yeah, what's it doing? Is it just crawling around being a bug, Uh, but not glowing? Make a perception check. Gladly. That's a seven. (laughs) Uh, You were having a really hard time finding a firefly. Um, But you do spot one. I mean, there's a lot of them. Um, You see one crawling on the wall. And I mean, it's just crawling on the wall. It's just its little butt is off. It's not dead. No. Okay. Um, You do hear from behind you a veneer call out. Is everything all right over there? Uh, And you can see these like three little or no actually does she yeah you can see these three little like glowing orbs just kind of hanging above her hand that are just orbiting each other um as she looks out into the darkened room yeah we're all right just old fireflies went out again yes i notice uh, uh, all right um they do that a lot mm, no they don't uh, uh, all right. Um, well, let me know if you find anything. And she turns and heads back into the room. Look around for dilapidated books. Okay. Um, <clears throat> anything that looks particularly weird? Sure. Go ahead and make a perception check as you're searching this room. I'm just going to let my seven ride. I don't think love voice is particularly helpful. 17. 17? You, the only thing you really see that kind of like, I guess the only book in the room right now is that old leather book resting on one of the desks. Uh, And then other than that, there's just, you know, the tools that are on the desks. There's the tapestry on the wall and the other door. I'll take a look at the book. Okay. Um, what is its title? Uh, you go over to it and you see this like leather book is is peeling and falling apart. And as you go to pick it up and like open it to, to inspect the title, the cover actually kind of just falls off. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, the title is worn away. You can't even see what the title is. And the pages within are... They appear to be water damaged, um, and you can see off to the side, there's that stack of papers, and um, in very neat writing, it looks like, you know, someone has been trying their best to transcribe whatever was in this book. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I recognize the language? Uh, it's written in common. All right. Yeah. 
Um, I just have to acknowledge the tardigrade. That's that's great. Yeah. Also, um, hi, Anim5. I don't know if we've seen you before. Um, welcome. So. Thanks for watching. Uh, yeah, so the book, it, it honestly, as you're, you're kind of carefully trying to thumb through the pages, it's incredibly worn and hard to read. Okay. Um, if you see here what, what is the uh the copy like can i get a, an impression of what the copy is about it, from the copy you 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 going through the copy um you you do find a title it, it, you didn't notice it at first because it was kind of written small like it was just you know taking note um it looks like this book used to be called uh travels with my elm staff um, and kind of looking at some of the writing, uh, it looks like it's a tale about um, trails through the Trollback Forest. Uh, and you do see a note that the person taking the copy believes that the author is someone who uh, is a mage by the name of Torithan Vandalar. Have we heard that name? I don't think so. Vandalar. But you do take very good notes, so if it is in your notes. I'm thinking of Lady Vanthamper. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I don't know who any of these people are. That's <laughs> all right. I can't search my notes because these are all fantasy names and I'm doing them all phonetically. I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> All um, right. Yes, Lovelace. You find anything, Kidon? Well, I don't know if this is helpful. This is a travelogue, essentially. They pick up a curse in some fey wilderness? Maybe. I don't this know much about the, would do. the troll. I'm sorry, I forgot the, the name of the place. The troll. It's to the north of here, yeah? Like north of Boulder's Gate? Mm-hmm. Control place north of here. Um, alright. Can I take a look at this padlocked door? Sure. Um, going up to the door, uh, it's a padlocked door. Um, Can I get no down on my hands and knees and like stick my face okay. down underneath make, the, the door? Make a perception check as you're trying to look under the, the door, this tiny crack. No, that's terrible. Uh, in the dark. In the dark, yeah. I mean, you I have got light, my life. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Eleven. It, 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 it's really difficult to see through the crack in the door. Uh, let's see if you can make out anything. I think... Also, while Kidam is in this, Lovelace yeah. is just going to walk up and start fiddling with the lock. Okay. Are you going to try to unlock it? Yeah, what do I roll for that? What do I remember? Yes, I you roll a dexterity check. Uh, do you have these tools? And are you I, proficient in them? Yeah, I am. Okay, so you roll a dex check and add your proficiency bonus. Use, that's and that's... Plus five... Also a 10. Uh, as you are trying to peer through the door, Kadam, you hear uh, Lovelace's soft little hooves come over. And as you look up, you can see that Lovelace is, has a lockpick in the padlock. Okay. okay. All right. 
and it is not budging, Lovelace. Um, Lovelace, as you're doing that, you hear faint, the faint sound of hooves behind you. Just, behind me? Just... That gets my attention. Okay. I will stop messing around with this lock, which I was just trying to do to show off to Kidam anyway. Mm-hmm. What's behind me? Do you look? Yeah, absolutely I do. <laughs> you turn around, um, and Kadam, you don't hear anything. You just see that Lovely suddenly stops and then looks over her shoulder. And... I, think, I think it's Vernier, and I, like, get up. Uh-huh. You, you get up and, and look, and the room is empty um, as you're looking over there. And then Lovelace, you see in the corner by that tapestry a small little centaur, a foal. The head kind of tilted to the side, and it just slowly looks up at you. You recognize the young face. Yeah, as yeah I do. This foal looks at you and just says, Help. Uh, make an intelligence saving throw for me. This was a last session. <laughs> I know. This is the last He's session. Following you. Okay, that's just a flat D20. Let's go, 17. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh... Uh, okay, wait, sorry. Um, I am not happy about this. you're fine. As you look at it, and that voice of this young foal says, Help. You suddenly just watch it dissolve and turn to, like, black mist and then disappear. Lovely stumbles towards it, like, reaching, trying to grasp at these strands. No, come back. And, like, it's just mist. You all right, Lovelace? You didn't see that? No. What did you see? I must have, I don't know, maybe... Maybe we didn't leave uh, that mining town as behind as we thought. What did you see? More illusions. Something? I don't know. It was upsetting. Alright. Those shook you. You look shook again. I'm shook. I'm, I'm going to go outside. I'm, I don't want to... This room's too small. And uh, Lovely is going to stumble out kind of into the central area. Yeah. Again. Um, as you stumble out into the central area, all the fireflies come back on, illuminating the entire space. You see this huge cylindrical space you're standing in, Lovelace, just <laughs> illuminate before you. Um... Kadam, you're now standing in the room there. All the fireflies have just turned on around you. 
Uh, you do see that faint glow once more light up from underneath the door that you were just standing at. Stare at the spot that Lovelace was staring at. You just see that tapestry sitting there, but nothing else. What is the tapestry of? Uh, the tapestry uh, depicts uh, the symbol of Candlekeep with the um, the kind of a stylized version of the entire castle itself um, on it. It seems to be kind of a um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's like a rendition of some of like daily life within Candlekeep, and in the center of it, there's the the symbol of Candlekeep, which. You have seen before and know what it looks like. I don't have it memorized. Uh, that is yeah. just fine. I can make something up in my head. Yeah, I, I'll look it up later, but yeah, it's not worth looking up right at this moment. All right. I'm going to follow Lovelace. Okay. Lovelace is sneaking into the other place, the bindery, to oh, see if, okay. just like, see what uh, Veneer is doing. Yeah. I mean, Veneer thinks that other people aren't watching. Go go ahead and make a stealth check for me. I'm rolling great so far today. Um, this is another plus five. I'm doing better on my flat rolls than I'm doing on my plus fives. <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Nice. I am able to stop humming while sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Are you trying to stop the humming? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. While while sneaking. Okay. Roll a. Constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Okay. Do, 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 do. 20. You find yourself 30. able to repress the singing. Um, and as you carefully and quietly make your way across the room, you come up to the door and peer inside. Uh, feel free to move your token. Uh, peer inside. And you see that Veneer is sitting at the desk, um, going through this like ledger, just carefully going through it. And then uh, all the while, she's just sitting there going, mm, 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 As this is happening, uh, her shadow, which is being kind of cast across the ground uh, from all the little fireflies in the room, and every once in a while it kind of gets a bit more defined and then slowly subsides as the fireflies seem to almost just be kind of pulsing. Um, You watch as her shadow, as one of those pulses happens and it becomes very defined, it, and it kind of disconnects from her and it's on the ground as this shape and it sort of slithers across the ground right up behind her and you watch as it kind of pulls itself out of the ground forming this humanoid shape with almost like a veil kind of where the face would be that just becomes nondescript uh, in its appearance, and it's looming up over her. Stabby, stabby time! <laughs> I go find it! Uh, 
let's roll an initiative roll as this is happening. Yeah. And Kadam, what you were walking out into the main um, main area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll grant you. Let's say. Do you want to like? I'll if you want to be halfway across, like there. Does that work for sure. you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you will be surprised, Kadam, because you have no that idea what's sense. going on. No, I do not. I'm uh, concerned, but not panicked. Okay. Um, Nathan, uh, yes. when you describe, says that Olive and I are switched uh, in our frames. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you! Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I thought I did that. Oh, you know what happened? I know what happened. Um, anyways, not important. Um... All right. I got a 20 on my initiative A roll. 20, all right. Uh, let I'm me doing roll. Good. I rolled it horribly. Oh, I forgot to remove our last uh, initiative. <laughs> we got some gnolls in here? Yeah, we got, some, here. we got some gnolls, uh, some mages, a priest. <laughs> uh, what did you get, Kadam? 12. 12, okay. Sorry, that wasn't mocking. I was just. I was oh just... no! Like twelve is entirely respectable. It is. And uh, understand inadvertently copying the sounds that uh, that people make around you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's actually find out if you are surprised, Kadam. Oh boy, I haven't used these before. I gotta figure out. Should have read about these earlier. Okay. Interesting. I love targets. I love targets. Yeah, let's just do I'm just gonna do this. Okay, I believe that that will surprise you, Kadam. Yes. Okay, so Lovelace, you do get to act first. Your initiative role is better than what they had. So what do you, you you run up and stab this thing? I'm gonna rage. This is a target. They're messing with my head. I'm tired of all these like shadows and cloaks and daggers. So I'm gonna stab them twice with my newly magical short sword. Okay. So it's just out of, I guess like nowhere, like there's the, just this silence and there's this humming is like this sharp whistle that just cuts through this tune. Oh yeah. Um, and so I'm going to rage and take two swings with my short sword, uh, attacking recklessly. Go for it. 20 and 22. I uh, Both of those definitely hit. And this is with your... These are both with the magical sword. These are both with the magical sword. Okay, got it. Um, 20 damage total. Oh, oh let's, uh, let, let's actually roll one of these threes. Into a four. Okay. Okay. Damage. So you strike out with your short sword, and yes, as you said, it makes that whistling sound as the air passes through that hilt that is a viper's face. And it just carves into this strange shadow figure, and there is a little bit of resistance, and you watch as the shadow itself kind of splits and then reforms, 
And as you come back with the backswing and it turns to look at you, you hear this, you just come back with the backswing and it dissipates and it is destroyed. And as that happens, you hear from behind you, and uh, before you move, (laughs) uh, out of the bookshelf, you watch as your shadow kind of peels off of it. And this strange, almost, it it starts out as a a centaur-like shadow, and then it kind of and turns into just a, a standard, like, bipedal humanoid that is hovering over you, um, directly behind you. God, I don't know if I even, like, notice it. If it's, like, behind me, I'm, sure. I'm focused on what's going on in yeah. this room. Okay. So, so the camera can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't even see this. That's fair. We all well, see I this. I love this. this. It's like the, the camera was maybe, like, seeing it from, like, the angle of inside the room. And yeah. Like, seeing the shadow inside there. It gets cut in half. You see Lovelace step through. And then rising up behind Lovelace is her own shadow. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and so if you do step forward, it is going to reach out towards you. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm not paying attention. I'm stepping into the room. Do I see this? Uh, you, yes, you do. You will see as Lovelace steps into the room. It's oh, very do strange. Want, do you want to shout or something like before like Lovelace like moves? I, I think this is happening because yeah. Kadam's surprised. Okay. Okay. So cool. it's happening yeah, uh, so got fast. It. Got it. Not on my feet. But it, it is going to it reach out. It has advantage also. It has advantage, it's okay. Uh, it gets a plus four. So here we go. Uh, 18. Uh, 18 will do it. Okay. You are going to take 2d6. Uh, eight points of necrotic damage. Necrotic? I do not have damage resistance against that. And your strength score is reduced by four. My strength score? Your strength score. By four. Reduced by four. Reduced by four. You're telling me my strength score. I'm telling you, the barbarian, that your strength score is reduced by four. I see. What is your strength at? 14. Okay. You, as you charge into the room, you feel this thing, this strange, cold, piercing touch wrap around you. And as you pull, you feel this kind of resistance. And as you pull away from its grasp, as it's trying to pull you into an embrace, you stumble forward and you feel your your knees give out as you feel all the strength just leave your body. And as you stand up, you feel yourself trembling from this hit. Uh, all right. That was its reaction. So you still have your movement. <clears throat> it's out there with Kidam. I think for this moment, I'm just going to slam the door and like catch my breath. Mm-hmm. Kidam handled themselves for a couple seconds. Okay. Um, and then if any like just no, I, I don't even say something just like the, the shadows yeah I mean when like, you're like, wheels around I like lungs freeze yeah veneer wheels around wide-eyed looking at you a bit uh, taken aback not understanding exactly what's happening you're just have your weapons out standing there um, but then you watch as her gaze shifts towards that shadow in the doorway 
and she goes pale. Uh, she is surprised with this round. So is Kadam. Um, I did. I, a... I have closed the door at this point. Okay, so the door you've shut it. Uh, I will. That is good to know. Um, and then it is their turn. So Kadam, because you can definitely shut a shadow out of the door. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kadam, as you see the door yeah. slam shut. Um, losing sight of Lovelace. You see that shadow there. And then you feel a chill run up your spine. You watch as you turn, you see your shadow against the bookcase, and then it kind of distends outward. And it reaches out towards you. No, thank you. Okay, let's see here. Plus four. Oops, wait, that was the wrong dice. I can't believe I did that with digital dice. Uh, a 15. That does not hit. So the, the hand reaches past you as you step aside, uh, unable to grab onto you. Lovely says you are braced against the door. You watch as from underneath the door, this dark slithers through the tiny little crack and forms up next to you. Uh, and it is going to reach towards you. Yep, didn't think that would work. I don't and it rolls, a, it rolls <laughs> a natural one. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think you get an attack of opportunity because it's it's basically moved through your space. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it rolls a natural one, though, so it. Un- <laughs> I don't even know. Um, Nathan? Yes. That has advantage. Thanks! <laughs> I'm sorry. But it only rolled oh! a five! So. <laughs> um, I think what happens is as it reaches towards you, this spectral um, luminescent hand comes out of the wall and actually grabs onto its hand, stopping it yeah. short of your face. And then it pulls back. Uh, while this is happening, Veneer is standing there looking absolutely horrified and she is just uh, alright that brings us to the top of the round Lovelace I don't want to mess it up again again do it okay uh, this time okay short sword short sword uh, my two hit and damage has been reduced gonna attack recklessly regardless 13 19 uh, okay, 13, 19. That's on the first hit, or both? those are both attacks? Those are the two hits. Those, both, two, those, two those both hit. These oh. things have a really shit armor class. Exciting. <laughs> Holy um, crap. 20 more damage. Once more with two swift strikes <laughs> carving through this thing. It just... Oh, did you reduce the damage because of your strength being reduced? Uh, yeah, so instead of getting plus five to damage, I get plus three now. Okay. I, just, I rolled a lot better on damage this okay. time. Wow, amazing. Yes, still, even with your strength reduced, you carve through this thing and it dissipates. Okay, let's crack this door open. And yell, Kidam, behind you! As I oh, no! <laughs> As I run across this uh area so 
I got 50 feet of movement. How long is that? Uh, it's 30 feet to there. And then... That, oh boy, so I... that is a big, giant stone table. Okay, can I jump over it? Make an athletics check as you go go running. Uh, I mean, actually, because you move... Oh, I'm but your strength straight. is 14. Make an athletics check for me, because your strength has been reduced. Yeah. And that's about a okay. 20 to 15 foot jump, so... Yeah, and... I guess... I mean, yeah. I want to, like, get at least next to Kidam. Yeah. Okay, so athletics is plus 5 with my reduced. Uh, do, do, do. I am still a barbarian. Oh, and this is with advantage because I'm raging. Yes. Yeah, that's right. 23. Advantage was helpful. My first one was a 2. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 23. Uh, yeah, you are able to, despite that trembling in your knees, you come running across the room. Leap up and... You, you kind of catch the lip on the table on the other side, but are able to push off of it and land next to Kadam. All right. I still have my bonus action. You do. What Can you can you do anything with your bonus? Offhand short sword swing. We'll see if a non-magical weapon does anything. Go for it. Roll your attack. Cool. Um, this is with advantage still. Uh, 21 to hit. That definitely hits. I'm going to re-roll a 2 for damage to get a 2 for damage, so okay. 4 damage, non-magical. Non-magical, okay. Okay, so this time as your uh, blade passes through it, you see it, it it peels apart and forms back together again, but this time you didn't really feel any resistance. Uh, it, okay. You, you see a, a little bit of the shadows kind of clinging to the blade as you pull through, so it definitely did something, but yeah, was not yeah. as potent. Um, Kidam, I, I think I found him. <laughs> yep. What's going yep. on? There's something. Um, I took right. out two in the other room. My shadow and Veneers. You got them already. Yep. Uh, Veneer is going to just... She can't really do much. <laughs> um, she, she, she just backs into the corner and you just hear her humming that song, manic, like, like very panicked, um, in the corner of that room, watching this happen. Uh, Kadam, you're up. Well, hearing that Lovelace is taking care of the immediate parole in the other room, I'm just gonna toll the dead. Okay. So, wisdom save, please. Yeah. Uh, 14? That fails. Okay. What kind of damage is this? Oh, it is damage. It's damage, so it does more damage. Yeah, yeah so this is 2d12 of... Uh, Necrotic, I believe. Necrotic, yeah. Okay. So probably have, but that's alright. Um... Oh, gosh. 20 points of necrotic damage. As you stare at this thing, your mirror held aloft and a little glint of light from the firefly catches it and you watch it just illuminate for a moment that this faceless being before you, it just continues to 
has no effect. All right. So that was your action. Go on, stop with that goddamn mirror. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so pretty. (laughs) Um, bonus action. Do this. No, I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be the end. All right. My turn. Uh, it is its turn. Let me see how smart this thing is. It's not very, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to just continue reaching out towards you, Kadam. And it tries to grab onto you. Um, it won't provoke an attack of opportunity, but it'll kind of shift and reach towards you. So, here we go, another plus four hit. I only got, I rolled a six, so that is a ten. Uh, nope. does not hit you. All right, Lovelace, you're up. This one's not very good at attacking. No. Okay, let's do full-on short sword, short sword, advantage. You know the drill. I do. Uh, 13, 23, 25. Uh, those all hit. Do, do, do. 3H bonus damage. Gonna reroll one of these threes into a 4, 24 damage. Oh my god, but uh, some of that is non-magical. Okay, so non-magical, or magical 19. Okay. The, non-magical 5. You're, you're good, even, yeah. Um, what does it look like, Lovelace, as you destroy this this final shadow that's looming over Kadam? I think, like, I noticed that it's, like, sticking to the blades. Um, yeah. And I start using that to just, like, kind of, like, use the flats of the blades instead of the slicing parts because like there's not really anything to slice just to like get more kind of like um it's like surface area or something like area something like that and like as it's like dispersed and kind of like reforming lovelace is just gonna like come down on top of it and like just like start stomping out tiny little pieces that just like go like poof poof yeah um like as she kind of like stomps on them there's these like flashes of like green kind of underworldly energy oh cool um, and yeah. like then they like the kind of shadows start getting like kind of pulled down underground again yeah from these flashes of of the kind of uh almost sickly green like underworld light like yeah. pulling the dark shadow into the ground as your hooves onto the the wood floor um until eventually the last little bit of shadow, it starts to drift up into the air and you just see one hand reach up and grab onto it and pull it into the ground. It is destroyed. We're near your more downstairs. There might be more with the others. If yeah. we all got one, we gotta go. Uh, Veneer is just in the room. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, this has never happened before. Uh, and she comes running out of the room to join you. Uh, you all want to run yeah. down the hall? Full speed, yeah. double movement downstairs. Okay. So running down the, the long stone oh tunnel. Running down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. right. <laughs> um, you are... Uh, that's, uh, you know what? I'm going to be slow. I think Kidam and Veneer can get down there okay. before me. Okay, so you you have to carefully, especially with this, yeah. as you start going down the stairs, you feel that 
that drained yeah. energy in you and your your legs feeling especially weak and the, you get that almost like there's that vertigo feeling where as you're yeah. looking down the stairs they kind of extend before you as kadam and veneer and go like running lovelace was yeah probably like leading the pack but then like stumbles and like catches herself and it's like go go on without me i'll i'll catch up i'll be fine yeah um as you the two of you get ahead of lovelace uh, Kadama Veneer, you're running down this stone hall and there's just that one light. The rest of the stone hall just utter darkness. But you can see up ahead there is the warm light from the kitchen coming through. You go running down this darkened hallway past the one remaining light source that's just and you can see all these little fireflies inside the jar. You manage to get past it and run into the kitchen and you just see everybody there, all of them all humming by the stove kind of keeping their eyes closed trying to just stay calm and they all turn with a start and look at you as you come running into the room everyone all right um crinkle looks up yeah we're just fine all right we were attacked by our own shadows upstairs. Uh, Catula stands up. Uh, you're, you're saying what? Your own shadows? Do I? Ha- do we have shadows again? Um, you. We- you look down. You do see your shadows extending out before you. All right. Uh, yes. I'm. Unfortunately, I, I just caught the tail end of it. Kadam does not lie. I, I watched as Lovelace's shadow, and at this point, Lovelace, you're coming down the hall, you can hear the voices coming through the kitchen as you make your way through the stone uh, walkway. Um, what are the fireflies doing? Like, are they turning off or anything as I pass them this time? Like uh, they did last time? No, right now, they're just, they're just ding, 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 kind of flying around in that jar. Yeah. Um, yeah, your shadows are still connected. Uh, and Veneer starts to explain to everybody kind of what happened. Um, and you can see everyone is just like kind of huddling closer together, still humming, their eyebrows starting to furrow as they become more and more anxious in this room. You can hear Gilby kind of holding onto her dad's legs and just like through muffled singing, but there's definitely cries kind of linked together with the the crying there's that singing that is persistent Mm -hmm. and as you walk into the room lovelace you you uh see this scene before you now you may be wondering why i gathered you here lovelace kind of like gasps out as she just like limps in um Renwin actually laughs a little <laughs> to like the that that actually breaks the tension a bit. Um and Crinkle actually looks up at you and goes <laughs> This tiny little bird uh looking up at you. Veneer, did you notice anything about the fireflies right before sorry, right before that thing showed up? Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice how they all turned off. Uh, I, I, I was able to find one thing in there just before it happened. Um, 
It looks as though one of the books that I was actually working on is missing. Missing. Uh, I, I, at least I, I didn't have time to look thoroughly, but I would have expected it to be on the table there as it, it was one of the ones that I was actually getting ready to actively work on um, a couple days past, maybe three days ago. And uh, I, I didn't see it there readily. Um, so it could have been misplaced. I, I'm not sure, but there was at least one book unaccounted for in the brief moment I had before uh, apparently my shadow tried to kill me. <sighs> uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, appropriately enough, the book is called Shemshine's Bedtime Rhyme. I have never heard of it before. I look around the room. Has anyone else heard of this? Or seen it around? Uh, going around, Katula. I uh, no, I, I've just been reading books uh, on, on folklore. I, I, I've never heard of this. Uh, Ebder, no, uh, I have been trying to focus on the tasks that Veneer has given me, and I was trying to repair the travel log in the other room. Uh, Crinkle looks up. Just been washing, washing, washing. Uh, Gailby. Can I make a general insight check just to see if anyone, for any reason, might be lying? Sure. Make, uh, go ahead and uh, make an insight check. Oh dear. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, looking over, you know, just everyone's afraid and uncomfortable. Yeah. You do catch crinkle. The feathers kind of puff up for a moment and then pull back on the head. And you also see Gailby like, just faintly <laughs> she looks right up at crinkle and then kind of goes over to, to crinkle for a moment and, and just gives crinkle a hug as crinkle kind of scoops her up and is patting her on the back and you watch the feathers once more kind of and pull back in. So it's, I mean, I don't know how well you can read Kenku, but, you know, there's... Not the easiest, but... Yeah. All right. But, but she, she seemed to do that when you asked her about it. Uh, that was the first time it happened, and then when she kind of went over to comfort Gilby, it happened once more, and, and Gilby is just kind of there holding Crinkle. All right. Um, Katula speaks up. Uh, I, um, I, I don't like this. I don't like being in here. I, I, I miss, um, I, 
I'm feeling a bit trapped, Veneer. I don't... This is making me... I, I understand, but you must try to remain calm. Everyone upstairs is working hard, trying to get us out of this mess. Um, I'm gonna cast Locate Object for Shem Shem's bedtime rhyme. Okay. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Can you, uh, yeah, can you read the specifics of that for me? Yeah, please? it's a thousand foot radius. Okay. Uh... Uh, I describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You can decide whether it is familiar to me or not. Okay. Um, I sense the direction to that object's location as long as the object is within 1,000 feet. Uh, if the object is in motion, I know the direction of its movement. Oh. Uh, it can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Alternatively, huh. it can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. Okay. So it's the nearest kind of apparel jewelry. Bedtime storybook. I mean, you have a title of of. I'm assuming you're searching for the title of that book. Um, yeah, I could get a physical description of it from. And does it? You sense the direction of the. Okay. Oh, do you do you want to ask for a? That would be useful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, who do you ask? Veneer. Okay. She's the one who's been doing stuff with it. Okay. Uh, let's see. If I remember, it was a bit of a mechanical curiosity, really. Um, the cover was made of wood and copper, uh, and it bared a faded, hand-painted rendering of, of this um, round millstone. The book is square, which was another oddity of it. Rather large, 18 inches. Um, and uh, it, in its spine, it appeared to have uh, like brass and, and metal contraption on the side. I never opened it, so I don't know what's on the inside. Um, but it, it had this kind of brass plate on the back with uh, all these little holes um, within it. Uh, and I, and it, seemed like maybe there was some sort of mechanical nature about the book. Um, okay. So you want to cast... Locate object. We'll see if it works. Okay. You cast the spell. And you get a sense of something pinging on that, like, whatever, I don't know what this, is this a feeling? Do you, do you think you see something? I've done this once before, actually also with a book. Yeah. Um, uh. You ever had a, a sensation of just knowing that there's something there? Like, you sense a presence in a room, even though you don't necessarily know someone's there, and you turn around and, oh, yeah, there's, yeah. The the experience I've had, my my personal experience is is that sense of knowing where the ocean is. Like, just always knowing where the ocean is. Mm. Like, I just kind of have 
I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just maybe that constant, <laughs> maybe it's my anxiety. I don't know. But it's just like always kind of being aware of like the direction of where the ocean is. I think it's, and, and what you're describing too, of like sensing that there's someone in the room. So you, you suddenly get this pull, this sensation, and knowing that they're, the thing that you are seeking is directly to the east of you. All right. Well, I'll start heading east. As as you finish casting the spell. What, what does casting it look like also? Yeah. Is it oh, like um, you're doing another like street magic sort of thing? <clears throat> is it a defining rod sort of situation? No, this is a little bit more uh, more Kadam-like. I pull out my mirror again and I like hold it up and start looking all around the room through the mirror. Um, yeah. And I think it's like you feel like a pull on your arm that guides you and you see through the mirror the open doorway leading to the east. Um, and as you finish casting the spell and lower it, having that strong sense of where it is behind you and you turn to start walking, you all hear this <clears throat> low Forgive me, I'm going to do my best, but you hear this low baritone voice coming down the hall. It is from the darkened hallway that you just came down with that that one singular light source of the fireflies. And as it's singing, the 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 song that comes through it's as if you know the words before they are even said. And you hear, it's a bit faint and muffled, but nevertheless, you hear it echoing down the hall. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna do my best here. I gotta take one of these headphones off so I can hear myself. Forgive me everyone if this, uh, yeah. You're good, my dude. <laughs> just echoing down that hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, do I see anything with my light that I still have up? You 
hold it up, having it light illuminate that stone hall. Everybody else has pulled back into the room and pushed themselves against the wall in the kitchen. Um, and you're starting to hear disparate voices in the room singing it with the lyrics. Um, make a perception check as you hold the light out into the hallway. Um, a hold on, no perception. Um, fifteen. You peer down the hallway and you just see darkness and then that one light source and then continuation of darkness. But the singing, it's coming from the, the large room you were just in, or at least somewhere in that vicinity. I will head towards the book. And okay. I will guard the door. Be like, okay. I'll guard this hallway. Come back oh. soon, okay? All right. So, Kadam, you... What was that, Kadam? Could you come with me? Manfred, Renwin, bar this door. Yeah. We'll be back as soon as we can. Uh, Manfred and Renwin go up to the door. Close it. I just saw the shadow come underneath the last door. This is to make them feel better. Uh, you're saying this as you're walking towards... <laughs> just completely, like, under yeah. under her breath as we walk yeah. out. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, as you leave, uh, both of you do notice Crinkle still comforting Yelby. Um, just watch you as you leave. Um... You feel that ping coming from the, to, to the east, Kadam, at the end of the mm -hmm. hall. Okay. How are, how are the fireflies doing, Nathan? Yeah, good question. How are the fireflies doing? They're doing fine. Oh, that's good. Um... Okay, you uh, you get to the end of the hall uh, with the door there before you, and it is coming. It, it's it's now actually coming kind of um, to the north. You feel it pulling mm -hmm. directly to the north of you. All right. Well, and now it's it, now it's it's kind of back. Like you're you're starting to kind of go past it. So it's it's sort of like in uh do i feel it like here no it's it's in no. the room adjacent um whose room is that again remind me that is ebder's room Ebder. directly to the north where's the door oh the door's ebder's room i'm sorry Boop. ah thank you yeah uh and looking into Ebder's room, you see that, uh, you know, it's a pretty tidy little room with a desk and there's like a small table. And now the ping is, is pulling you directly to the east once more. But mm -hmm. as you step into the room, 
uh, some of the books resting on his desk start to and they come flying off the desk straight at you. Uh, make a deck save for me, Kadam. Eight. Okay. One of them clocks you right in the head and you take one point of bludgeoning damage. (laughs) 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 Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. But then it just falls to the ground. Um, I'm gonna keep going for that book. Okay. Will, yeah, yeah. You, you start to search, and there's just that small uh, table there, and and it seems like the the presence is coming from like beyond the wall that's that's there. Start looking for like a cupboard or a secret. Okay. Make a perception check. How dare. Twelve. Yeah, you just see the stone wall and the books and the the table there, but there's nothing that looks like a a little hideaway or or a secret entrance. But you can still sense it. Lovelace, it's in here somewhere. That's a wall, Kidam. Yep, I know. Okay, stand back. I'm going to essentially switch places with Lovelace. Okay. I'm keeping an eye on the corridor now. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's, I guess, like, do a mule kick. Okay. On the stone wall? Candle keep, take down the wall. <laughs> uh, roll, roll an athletics check. With my reduced strength is a 16. A 16. The stone cracks with a loud sound, but there is no... As your feet pull away, you don't see any crack marks or or anything. Like, nothing, no damage. This is a sturdy stone wall. Um, You try a couple more times slamming into it with your hooves, and it's... Honestly, your, your, your... hooves you're feeling that like impact go up through your legs and they're your legs are feeling a bit numb and, and pained it ain't it ain't easy um maybe i could take a look uh, maybe if it's some kind of like thieves just make a either investigation or perception check i will do perception um is there any, some kind of background thievery thing? Uh, I don't know. It would say if yeah, you have... Probably not, like... Oh, in your criminal background? Yeah, I don't I think so. Like, you don't have thieves can't, right? Yeah, I don't. Okay. Just flat roll then. That's about one. <laughs> oh, my... The, 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 sorry, the witch dice got... Got all... Turned around. A nat one. Yeah, scroll up to the top. There it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a stone wall. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. don't see anything. Um, Um, This appears to be a wall. Well, there's a book in it. um, Can I uh, investigate from the other side of the wall? Uh, Sure. Make a perception check. Let's roll higher than seven. That's higher than seven. Twenty-two. 
You don't see any signs of a secret entrance on this side either. You do hear a sound coming from down the hall, and you look, and you can see that Crinkle right now um, is just kind of leaning against the wall um, where the, the threshold to the kitchen is and just watching you. And you can see her feathers every once in a while kind of puff up. She's looking down the hallway at you. Crinkle, do you know where this book is? No, my dear, I've never seen a book like that. All right. Well, you know this place better than me. Could you come help look? Very well. She comes trotting down the, the hall up next to you. Anything here or in Ebder's room? I'm feeling it through the wall here. She just kind of gets down and starts tracing along the stonework. I see nothing. Inside, then. Inside where? Edgar's room. Crinkle. Which, sorry, which room? Oh. Edgar's room. Right, yes. Uh, and Crinkle will push past Lovelace, and you can hear her Come rummaging around. Lovelace is gonna, while Crinkle is doing that, like, look at this book that clocked Kidam in the face. Okay. <laughs> on the ground. Is there... Nothing weird about this book? What's what's going on with that? You you pick it up and, and look at it. Uh it's some kind of romance novel. Does Ebner read romance novels and doesn't want folks knowing about it? I think Lovelace just puts it back on the desk. Okay. So you kinda of go back in and set it down gently. Um Crinkle is, you know, carefully looking at the walls, um, but eventually turns around. Sorry, nothing. I kind of squat down so I'm eye-level with her. Crinkle, I believe you know a little bit more than you're letting on. I ain't angry. I'm just confused. And I would like your help. Do you know what's going on here? Say your mother's hiding. Wait. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check for. Can I be, um, is this a time when being a big intimidating, uh, spear lady would help? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, you could make an intimidation roll if you're going to stand up next to, to, uh, Kadam. If you're trying to, if you're trying to be intimidating. Are you trying I guess, to, like, uh-huh. I want to, like, look to Kadam for a cue to be like, do you need do you want backup? 
in this, or are you trying to do one of those heart to hearts? Uh, I don't know how to communicate. I'm up for good cop, bad cop with my back. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I, I think like if Ray, I can't make eye contact, if Dom doesn't like look back at okay. Lovelace yeah. at all, like Lovelace isn't gonna okay. interfere. Okay. All right. Well, I rolled a nine. Is that nine total? Yeah. Oh no. I'm sorry, dear. I don't know. I wasn't anywhere I was supposed to be. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk to Gailby? Might be good. All right. Um. Stand back up. Okay. As, as you stand up and get ready to head back, you hear uh, Catula let out like a, a almost yowl scream um, and a commotion happening inside and kind of a, a scuffle as, as people are... <laughs> um, and you can see at the end of the hall with the open door as she pulls Manfred aside and Manfred just kind of stands back with his hands up just like, you know, I, I'm not getting involved. And um, you can hear Veneer shouting, Catula, no, please do not. Um, and you watch as she tears the door open and Veneer reaches out to try to grab her and Catula just starts with like immense speed running down the hall. Uh, what do the two of you do? I mean, does Catula look like she is running from something or running towards something? Uh, running towards something um, and like running out of the room back towards that main central chamber and Veneer is trying to keep up running like like running out of the room as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, follow her? Yeah. I think run in there. Yo, Manfred, uh, Ebder's room, uh, east side. Ask them about it. Try to find the door. It's through the the books is through the wall somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look. Um, as Veneer is running down the hall, yeah. um, we don't have to go square by square for this. Basically, as you go sprinting down the hall, Manfred and and Renwin peel off and head towards Ebder's room. You hear Gelby starting to cry once more as Crinkle comes scurrying into the room and kind of starts comforting comforting her with Ebder there at her side. And they're both just making soft like cooing sounds. You can see Veneer up ahead running down this stone hall. Catula, please! Um, and Catula is just out of sight up the stairs. Uh, as you pursue, you can see the Catula, um, as you come out into that main central hall, you hear her running up the spiral staircase to the top, Veneer following behind. Um, if you keep following, you, you run up that spiral staircase and get to the top, and you can see Veneer is now at the base of the second set of stairs leading up to that ladder that goes to the hatch. Looking up, pleading with Catula, who Catula is up there at the hatch, um, trying to like. Uh, you see that she has uh, what looked to be you recognize as like a small set of of like thieves' tools that she's desperately trying to put into the lock, and she. I, um, I, I need. 
to get out of here. I cannot stay in here any longer. I just, that song is in my head constantly, and I'm surrounded by all of you in these walls. I can't do it anymore. Um, and Veneer is pleading with her to come down. Um, what do the two of you do as you get to the top of the stairs and you see her up there at the hatch? Lovelace will just bodily haul her down, I think. Okay. Lovelace is strong enough. You're gonna gonna run over there and, and try to, to pull her down? Yeah. Okay. Let's... This ain't a talking sense into folks situation. Kidom can de-escalate after we've maintained quarantine. Okay. Uh, so, Lovelace, you... So you go striding up to Catula, who's who's up there on this like small flight of stairs, up on a ladder. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead and make an athletics check as you try to go and grab onto her. Okay, I will do that thing. Twenty four. Wow. Okay. Um, she's probably not going to be that. Nope. Uh, you r- like climb up on these stairs as she's backing up against the, the ladder, looking at you. I just, I, 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 I have to get out of here. I can't be in here. And you grab onto her legs. She starts squirming, trying to get out. And you watch as her, like, paw-like hands suddenly, these claws come out. Um, and yeah, she's going yeah, to scratch at you. Yeah. Which probably won't do much to you. <laughs> Uh, forgive me, I'm, there's like a million things I have to, here we go. No, uh, she just starts scratching at you, but, um, the, the claws, they, they kind of cut into your flesh, like definitely leaving scratch marks, but Mm -hmm. these are not fatal by any means. They're, they're just very unpleasant as she's scratching at you. Please, lovely, stop, you have to, and I think I just try to, like, grapple her in a way that, like, she can't hurt either me or herself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Kidam, could use some de-escalation. Yeah, I will, I will step up here. Um, I'm running out of spell slots. <laughs> um, try using your mini years as a calming person. I don't know. <laughs> um, as a calming person. <laughs> Um, uh, I will, I will go up to Catula. Catula, it makes nothing but sense that you want to leave. This is scary. I see that you are feeling trapped. We are almost done with this. We are very close to finishing. Would it help to have something to do instead of just waiting in a room? Uh, go ahead and make a um, persuasion check for me as you are trying to calm her down. All right, that's fine. That's fine. What'd you get? I saw you talk down to troll, Kidam. You can do this. <laughs> um, that's that's seventeen. Mm-hmm. 
ears flatten, her tail all bushed up as Lovelace is just squeezing her legs that are moving. Uh, Kadam, as she is starting to calm down, there is a sudden, like, piercing pain in your head, and you feel your arm starting to be wrenched towards Catula, and you feel this sudden, like, violence and anger that just flares up in your head, and you want to hit her. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Um... Really? Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm so scared. 25. Oh my god. It leaves. I I could use uh, something to to keep keep me preoccupied, please. Uh, what do you have in mind? Yeah. Um. Um. We're looking for this book. I still have. I think I still have concentration up. Um. The last it, ten minutes, right? Ten minutes. Yeah, and it is concentration. Um, if you could help us figure out where exactly this book is, and if we could get to it, that very well might very well might help. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll do everything I can. Yes, of course. Um, and as all this is happening, that that low baritone voice is still singing and just emanating up. From the bottom now, you can hear it coming up through that central um, balcony area with the big book sculptures. It's just resonating in this circular chamber. Um, can, can we see? Like, is there a person? You look over the railing and you just see that that circular chamber below empty. Um, I'll I'll give this to you because of that really the the pretty high you rolled like. He was like a 20 or something, 21. Um, you're, you take a moment trying to pinpoint where this is coming from. And the sound is coming from the scriptorium. You can hear it coming through that open doorway. And as all of you stand there, Catula singing along with the baritone voice below, Veneer as well singing to it, and you stand at the balcony looking down with the fireflies periodically. Uh, we are going to end tonight's session there with the low baritone voice continuing to sing. Oh. Yikes. That's a yikes from me. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you, yeah, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, this is fun. I hope to see you all next week, and we'll see what happens next time in Candlekeep as you deal with Shemshine's bedtime rhyme. Also, thanks for bearing with me while I attempted to sing there. Wait, that uh, was so good, Nathan. <laughs> bearing with you, Nathan. It was. <laughs> thank you. Uh, there was definitely some moments where I went out and off key, and I was like, but but thank you. Um, but anyways, it was a good time. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, see you all next week. Oh. 
Yes. Thank you, uh, Adam5, for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. Hope to see you next week. Bye. Good night. Bye.